Hey guys, it's Ed and I'm coming to you from the Drunk Gossip Studios here in New York City. And the long-awaited celebrity conspiracy episode is here. Um, the companion book, um, unfortunately, is not ready yet. But um, that just means I'll have to do another one. Um, but I... I I've been trying to um, be better about getting these episodes out, and this is one that I just really, really wanted to to talk about because I'm really fascinated by some of these um, conspiracy theories. Um, there's one in particular. Um, we'll talk about it a little bit later on in this episode. About it's basically a plot from a soap opera. To be fair, most of these are. But, um... So, the first one we're going to talk about is Dave Chappelle. At the height of his fame, Dave Chappelle was command, um, signed a $50 million deal with Viacom. And I think it was for like two or three more seasons of his hit show, The Chappelle Show... And here's the thing, that was actually a bargain, and the reason why it was a bargain is because not only was the show extremely, extremely popular, um, both in original runs and in reruns, but the merchandising was just out of control with that show, um... But just after he signed this $50 million deal, Dave um, decided he didn't want to do this anymore. Chucked it all and left. Well, here's where the conspiracy comes in. So, a lot of people believe that Dave Chappelle was killed. That's not so insane. It's very, very feasible. But what um, what they say, though, is... Not only was he killed, but they... um, He went down to Africa and was trying to reconnect with himself. Which, again, not that unheard of. A lot of his more set went to India. Um, And that's how we got Thank You, her first single after Jagged Little Pill. Anyways, um, so he went on to Africa, and he was getting his, you know, getting himself together spiritually and trying to figure things out, um, and he knew he had to, um, either honor the contract or find a way out of it. Um, so these people, uh, I'm assuming they're talking about the Illuminati here, killed him. And cloned him. And he, okay, so here's here's the thing. They actually had me like I was actually on board with this whole conspiracy up until this part. They killed him, and then they cloned him and grew the clone in like a day or so, and brought him back to America where um, 
he went on Oprah and started rehabilitating his image and um, getting back to being Dave Chappelle. Now, of course, so as, by this time, the Viacom contract was voided. Um, no harm, no foul. There was never any lawsuits or anything like that. Um, but it, it all did seem very strange. And it, at the time and even now, it does seem very strange that uh, nothing really happened to him. Like, there was no legal consequences to his actions. It was... It's all basically... Oh, okay, you you left... You left us in a lurch, but... Do you, boo? Do you? Um, and, of course, you know, Dave Chappelle's team and Comedy Central, or Viacom, rather, you know, they could have all sat down and kumbaya and figured it out themselves. But on the other hand, it's much more fun to think that he was cloned and um, you know, it, it, it's much more fun to think that he was cloned and that we, we actually have Dave Chappelle's clone, not Dave Chappelle himself. And boosting this theory is actually a woman who claims to be Dave Chappelle's cousin and she she takes the conspiracy even further and says Dave Chappelle his wife and kids were all killed and that these are all clones um that we see in public and if you don't believe me google it I promise you this woman actually says it um and YouTube has, um, it, it's a YouTube video. It was taken down once. Um, as of um, the time I'm recording this, it was still up. I don't know if, if it will be when you Google it, but I promise you it was still up because I watched the video. And yeah. <laughs> so, Dave Chappelle, close. what do you think? I'm going to go and I'm going to come right back. And I'm back. So this celebrity conspiracy... It, it, it's actually hit the mainstream media. Um, no, it's not, it's not the one you're thinking, by the way. That one we are going to talk about um, later on in the show. If you're thinking about the Paul McCartney one... That's not what we're talking about right now. We're going to talk about Paul McCartney later because that's probably the most famous celebrity conspiracy um, around. We are talking about Avril, Avril Lavigne. According to certain um, corners of the internet, Avril Lavigne actually died in 2004 before the release of her second album, Under My Skin. So, the way this theory goes is... Um, Skater Boy was one of the biggest pop albums of the early 2000s. 
And Avril came under a lot of pressure to um, do a sophomore album that was just as impactful and had just as many hits. Um, and so she was already starting to crack under the, the stress of, of this. And then her beloved grandfather died. And she couldn't cope anymore. So, uh, let me see. I don't think they give an exact date. Uh, Yeah, there's no exact date for this. Um, But at some point in 2004... After her grandfather died and dealing with all the stress, um, Avril, Avril was found dead. So here's where the conspiracy kind of kicks in. Before she passed, before she allegedly passed, Avril had hired a lookalike to help her with the pressures of the paparazzi and whatnot. And the uh, um, the lookalike's name was Melissa. Avril and Melissa actually became very good friends. And so after Avril was found dead, and no, there, there's nothing in in the conspiracy that says whether Avril committed suicide, if it was, if she died of natural causes, or if she was murdered kind of a mystery. Um, in any case, um, Avril, um, Melissa took over for Avril. And has been leading her life ever since. And a lot of people are pointing out that there's been such a shift in the tone of music that Avril um, puts out. Nah, and it, you know, again, you know, in the last segment I mentioned Alanis Morissette. Alanis went from very angry, bitter, to very spiritual with, um, with her second album. With Avril, she went from very punk slash alternative pop to stereotypical radio-friendly pop. And people, be- and people actually believe that. Um, the reason is because Melissa is, actually, is now playing the role of Avril... And Avril's family knows and just goes along with it because it keeps the money rolling in. Um, here, here are some quotes for you. To the outside world, everything was gravy. Yet if we could astral project into Avril Ramona Levine's psyche, 
psyche during this imperial period in her career, we would see that, as has been confirmed by everyone from Johnny Depp to Lauren Conrad from The Hills, being famous sucks. It takes an incredible toll on one's person. So pretty soon Avril followed in the footsteps of Britney, quote unquote, being famous is just a job, Spears, and hired a lookalike to confuse the paparazzi that were constantly pursuing her. Shortly after writing sessions began on Avril Ramona Levine's follow-up record, her grandfather passed away. During this time, submerged under the pressure of releasing a new record, The Toll of Fame, and this new loss, Avril Levine entered a deep and dark depression. She would later be found dead at her home, and her family record label and anyone else in the know kept quiet. Again, I don't... Generally speaking, I don't subscribe to conspiracy theories. Um, But this one actually has potential to be true. I'm not saying it is. But there's definitely potential for this to be true. Um, It's one of those things where... um, just based on the wild swings from records, uh, you can almost kind of see it being true. And the last, I think the last Avril Levine hit, the last true Av- Avril Levine hit was Girlfriend. Um, and the rest of them, just, like, she's charted, but not very well. And now she's doing a Christian gospel CD, I believe. So, very, very odd. Um, again, let me know what you think about this one. I'm going to go and come right back. And I'm back. So, this this conspiracy theory has to be one of, if not my favorite. Um, if, if only because um, as everything I love in a story. Um, back from the dead, celebrity. Uh, not back from the dead. Faking a death. Celebrity. Um, blackmail. Kind of, sort of. And a huge, huge, huge cover-up. So, let's just get right to it, shall we? It is uh, James Dean was at the top of his game when he tragically was killed in a car accident. And the world mourned. Because he was a great talent, very good looking. He was the rebel without a cause. And um, you know, it's It's one of those things where you kind of, you don't want to believe it, but you, you have to accept that. Um, you just kind of have to accept that, um, the, the celebrity died. Um, I'm thinking along the lines of like Michael Jackson and Prince, um, 
But the theme scene story is a little different. So, while most of the conspiracy theories are covering up a death, this one actually is leaning into the death. So, it is said that and when I say it is said, what I mean is Auntie Lawyer um, from Crazy Days and Nights did a whole big blind about it. it and revealed it, so uh, I, I kind of actually give some weight to this one. And, it, and this has popped up in the National Enquirer a few times as well. So the way the story goes is... Um, James Dean was kind of done with with the whole Hollywood thing. Like, he was not adjusting very well to being a famous man. So, he, a rival studio head because back in the back in James Dean's day the studio system was still very much in place and he was under an exclusive exclusive contract um I believe with MGM um but I could be wrong about that I he was under an exclusive contract I just don't remember with whom anyways um so he worked with a rival um, studio head to fake his death. And they got the town sheriff involved in this. The town sheriff was like, oh, hey, you know, I have a, we have bodies in the morgue that no one's going to claim. We can just use one of those. And since there was a closed casket at James Dean's funeral, we don't really know who was inside that casket. So, basically, the agreement was James Dean would fake his death and move to Canada. And in return, he would be paid $1,500 a week. Now, again, back in, back in his day, $1,500 a week was a lot of money. Um, and, and to be fair, that's 60000 uh, that's that's about seventy two thousand. You can have a pretty decent life on seventy two thousand dollars a year. Um, and so he moved to Canada, um, in a part where you know there weren't a lot of people, and certainly he's not going to be recognized. Um, uh, he allegedly took a wife. And a lot of people are saying, oh, you know, that's ridiculous. Why would he take a wife? Blah, blah, blah. Again, this is not... This is not a modern time. If he's trying to avoid... 
um, if, if he's trying to avoid bringing attention to himself, he probably would take a wife. And just because you're married to someone doesn't mean you're having sex with them. All it means is you're married. Um, because the people who are protesting him having a wife are saying that he was a gay man. Um, again, I don't, I don't think that that's um, a legitimate argument against this being true. There are, the other argument is the ages don't match up. Um, any lawyer says at the time of his death he was 95 or 96. Um, and other people are saying, no, 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 he was born in 1931. That's only 87 years. Um, and again, during this period in Hollywood, it was almost a requirement that you lied about your age and your birthday. So, again, I'm not going to argue that he's definitely, that, it, that this is definitely true, but I, this one has some weight behind it, I think. Um, so he moved to Canada, he, he lived there happily, and was killed in April of last year in a tragic car accident, um, ironically enough. And his wife... Um, was expected to make a full recovery. I don't know if she ever did. Um, So, you know, this is one of those, if nothing else, this is one of those stories that just tugs at um, the muse and makes you want to sit down and write um, a story about it whether it's an alternative universe or a historical fiction. Um, and, and those don't actually have to be mutually exclusive. Um, but tell me, what do you think? Do you think James Dean actually faked his death? I'm going to go and I'm going to come right back. And I'm back. So this, this conspiracy theory is very odd. I mean, and I don't mean to say that the others are not weird, but this one, it takes a lot of mental gymnastics, almost more than the Dave Chappelle, um, almost more than the Dave Chappelle theory. And, and that one took a lot, especially the clone in a day and a day and some change. Um, but this one is just completely bizarre and um so the theory goes that Katy Perry is John Bonet Ramsey. And <laughs> I really wish I were making this up. Um, so basically what they say is if you overlap pictures of John Bonet Ramsey and Katy Perry, they look exactly the same. And that um, John Bonet's parents are are actually Katy Perry's parents. Um, 
and they actually, they actually, um, it, Google's picture of John Benet Ramsey and, and Katy Perry, and it's very, very eerie. Uh, I'm not saying that this is true, I'm just saying this picture is very eerie. Um, so they're saying that John Benet's parents staged to death because they really wanted John Benet to grow up to be a star. Um, here's a quote. John Benet Ramsey became Katy Perry. That's a fact. Um, Dave Johnson says, Dave Johnson is a YouTuber. So if any, if any of you continue to lie about this person dying, you are a false witness to a murder. That's a fact. And, so, okay, basically, what he's saying is, Katy Perry, who, um, by the time this conspiracy hit, was a hit-making machine, um, I believe it was off her album, Prism, um, it had at least five top ten singles, if not more, which which is a feat not many other artists have ever um, accomplished. And it also goes on to state that the reason why the murderer was never found is because there was no murderer to find. There was literally no evidence of a murder because no murder ever occurred. Um, They also say that um, because of her beauty pageant days, uh, no one ever felt that people would take John Bonet seriously. And in fact, that early career would actually hurt any kind of career that she wanted going forward. So they they pretended like this um, beautiful little girl died, sent her to live with relatives, and she grew up to be Katie. I don't know if, if if Katie realizes she's John Bonet or if she was brainwashed or the theory doesn't really go into all of that. Um, and I and I kind of wish it would, to be honest. Um, it also explains why I the the if you believe this theory. It also explains why um, Burke Ramsey, John Bonet's brother, is so ready to sue people because he knows that his sister's not actually dead. And he's not afraid to go after people who say that he killed her. 
this one, like I said, this one takes a lot of mental gymnastics. Um, but it also does offer a few answers that we don't necessarily have at this point. So, there's that. <laughs> I'm going to go and I'm going to be right back. And I'm back. So, one of the weirdest, if not um, the most recognizable celebrity conspiracy, is that of Paul McCartney. For those of you who don't know, it is widely, I shouldn't say widely believed, um, but one of the one of the most well-known conspiracy theories um, that has come out of the entertainment industry is that Paul McCartney died November 9th, 1966. And this was covered up by um, Ringo Starr. Um, John Lennon and George Harrison. Because they were they all wanted to keep the success of the Beatles going. And they were really, really afraid that if they um, if, if Paul was dead, that the good times would stop. And so what they did is they brought in Billy Shears. Um, now, Billy is kind of like the Avril Lavigne um, theory. is said to look just like Um, Paul McCartney. Um, It is also speculated that he was an orphan who would make money as a Paul McCartney impersonator and would win um, Paul McCartney lookalike contests. And that's how he would buy food and feed himself. So this was kind of like the ultimate yes. Um... for him at at one point. Um, so, as it goes, after... After Paul McCartney died, Billy Shears took his place, and nobody was any the wiser until they started looking for clues. And then they found them everywhere. Um... First of all, in photos, they say that Billy Shears' head is a, is a different size and shape um, than Paul McCartney's. Um, and, and there are other clues. Um, and they're saying that the other Beatles, um, John Lennon, George Harrison, and Ringo Starr, began to feel guilty about what was happening. So, they started leaving clues everywhere. Um, Some of the clues included the cover for Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band. Sorry, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band. 
Um, where there's a bunch of people on the cover. Um, and, but it's not a gathering. It's a funeral. Um, and, the, and the conspiracy theorists say, if you look closely, you can see freshly dug um, dirt. Um, which points to it being a funeral. And all of the Beatles are in black. And there are yellow flowers um, spread throughout. Um, another cover was for Abbey Road, um, where they're all crossing the street. And they say John is wearing all white, like a priest would. Ringo is in all black, like a pallbearer. And George is bringing up the rear in a blue jean um, outfit, just like a grave digger. And Paul is barefoot and smoking a cigarette because he's already dead. Um, and the final um, album cover um, piece of evidence is from the Magical Mystery Tour. And they talk about the black walrus that appears on the cover. Uh, apparently, in Scandinavian culture, a black walrus means death. And so let's. Uh, so there's also allegedly evidence sprinkled throughout albums and or not albums. Well, yes, albums, but also songs, um, in the lyrics in them. Um, so in Glass Onion, John sings. Well, here's another clue for y'all. The walrus was Paul. Um, if you um, slow down and listen to Strawberry Fields Forever, again, John can be heard singing, I Buried Paul. Although Lennon denies this and says, I was singing Cranberry Sauce. Here's the thing. Okay. They're not even the same amount of syllables. Okay, they are the same amount of syllables. But they don't sound anything like I buried Paul cranberry sauce. I, no. Like, you you know what you said. You know what you're saying. Um, if you play I'm so tired backwards, you hear Paul is dead, miss him, miss him. And the best known piece of evidence comes from Revolution Number Nine. And if you play it backwards, you apparently hear a violent car crash, and a voice is saying, "He hit a pole. Better get him to see a surgeon." So, for his part, Paul McCartney says he told Life Magazine in nineteen sixty nine, just as this. Um, conspiracy theory was starting to ramp up. 
To the people's minds who prefer to think of them as rumors, then I'm not going to interfere. I'm not going to spoil their fantasy. And... See, for me, that kind of... Most people take that as a denial. Like, hmm, you go ahead and you believe what you want. But if you break it down, and this is where my pseudo-writing degree will come in handy. What he, what he is saying here is he's basically acknowledging that this conspiracy theory is true. Because he's saying, if you want to think of it as a rumor, go ahead. I'm not going to stop you from thinking it's a rumor. And he doesn't want to spoil the fantasy of um, people believing that Paul McCartney is still alive. So, you know, you know, you can obviously make the argument the other way around and just saying, hey, no, like the, the dude... Is, is alive, you know. He's one of the most beloved singer-songwriters of all time. And he, it, of course you'd be correct. But, also, you kind of have him confirming this conspiracy theory, so there's that too. Um, tell me what you think... Um, Twitter at author at a, Facebook and Instagram at author at Anderson. I want to hear which of these conspiracy theories is your favorite. What did you think of them? What do you think of the Paul McCartney one? Am I right in believing that um, this one is true, or do you think I'm completely out of my mind? Um, and if you think I'm completely out of my mind. You have not seen me drunk yet. (laughs) Anyway, thank you all so much for listening as always. And until next time, cheers.